I will uh, call to order the special meeting of the Peace River Town Council uh, as of Wednesday, November the 18th, 2020. And let the record show that the meeting started at seven minutes after five. So there is actually only one item under the agenda. Um, and that is uh, third reading of bylaw 2076. And this this bylaw has to do with the with the use of uh, mass in the town of uh, Peace River and the municipality of Peace River. So um, uh, while it's only one item under the agenda, perhaps I should uh, uh, follow the protocol and ask for a motion to adopt the agenda as presented. Thank you, Mr. Needham. All in favor? Very good. So <clears throat> we are missing one counselor, I see. Uh, that, is, that is correct, Your Worship. Uh, Councilor Scammerhorn um, had a medical and he was going to try really hard to make it, but uh, uh, unfortunately, um, he, he still might okay. try, but yeah. that's that's fine. So um, this is going to be fairly straightforward. I, I don't think there'll be much of a debate um, as we've debated most of this already. I should uh, just take a bit of bit of time out to explain to um, members of the public who may be listening that um, um, well, uh, I've seen a comment that we're rehashing this, but I would like to point out to members of the public who who think that this item was already voted on <clears throat> uh, approximately two months ago. <clears throat> is that um, that that meeting where we talked about the mass bylaw was at a priorities and governance committee where we can't make motions and uh, but we talk about issues and the uh, the discussion at the time um, led us to the led us to the conclusion as a council that uh, we would pursue masking through educational means. So it has not been voted on. Yes, uh, <clears throat> um, members of the public are correct that one of the reasons for bringing it forward now <clears throat> has been the uh, additional numbers of uh, COVID 19 experienced um, in the town of Peace River, and I should say between the town of Peace River and the town of Grimshaw and the area in between. Uh, uh, does, could you, Mr. Parker, tell me what the numbers are today for in terms of active cases for our region? Uh, yes, I believe it's 773. Uh, well, I think that's that was uh, oh, for our region. Yeah, yeah, sorry. That was the number of new cases in the province today. It's it's still at forty three according to the map, I believe. <laughs> I was, I just uh, it 
drop three. It's actually currently sitting at 40 right now. Your okay. Worship. Okay. 40. And uh, so that was uh, certainly one reason for bringing it forward. Uh, we, the, but the reason for bringing it forward is not because we think that the mass bylaw will uh, reduce those numbers down below 10 or even to zero. Uh, the primary reason for bringing the bylaw forward is that we are trying to protect particularly small businesses from being uh, closed during a, uh, a possible lockdown. Uh, and also to protect members of the public who have taken all the proper measures uh, to avoid contracting COVID and uh, require some degree of safety to be able to shop in some of our uh, local stores. And, uh, and a lot of those individuals will have taken special precautions because they are either in vulnerable populations i.e. from age or perhaps they have a family member that is immune compromised or a family member that may, uh, may have uh, limited lung function or some, some uh, measure like that. Uh, but we do want to protect those individuals and those families. Um, I, and while I know that there are members in our community um, that don't believe in COVID, I can assure you that COVID believes in you. And uh, if you're not careful, you may very well contract COVID. I believe the current statistics in the, in the province are that out of every thousand symptomatic cases of COVID, 36 can expect to uh, be hospitalized. And, uh, and uh, also out of every thousand COVID cases, symptomatic COVID cases, something like 11 can uh, expect to die from COVID. So it's not a laughing matter. It's not a, and it's not a, it's, it's not a silly matter. Uh, I believe, uh, just uh, late last week, there were 20 people that, uh, in one day, that were that were uh, uh, that died because of COVID. And uh, and so this this is a serious matter, and uh, this is one of the reasons why this is one of the major reasons why the uh, the matter has come before council, so we can protect our uh, our citizens. Um, and yes, masks do work. There's no debate about that. Um, I know that there's individuals out there that don't that think masks are ineffective, but I can tell you that masks are not a medical issue. They are an actual. The reason for the masks are actually an air air pollution control device. They're, they're, uh, they are a device to capture particulate matter. And 
as an environmental engineer with a subspecialty of air pollution control, I can assure you that the masks do capture uh, particulate, i.e. liquid droplets that carry, carry the virus load. Yes, you are correct. The virus is often is, is smaller than the pores of the masks that are out there. But the reality is that when they are sprayed out and these, these and the spray uh, may, uh, may not be visible to the human eye, they do get caught up in the mask. If you look at the mask under a microscope, you will see that it is, uh, I could describe it as a forest of trees. It is like a forest of, of underbrush, underbrush really. And it takes, uh, it is quite difficult for um, micron sized drops of four to five or even larger micron to get through that, that mask. Um, so masks do work, I can assure you that. And, um, and uh, we're going to uh, vote on the mask bylaw. I should also mention in the mask bylaw, um, the, uh, if there are individuals that for one reason or another, perhaps psychological uh, um, and, and, and some, in some cases, uh, actual medical conditions, why they can't wear a face covering, the masks, the mask bylaw does ask you then to wear a face shield. Uh, face shields are available. I don't know where in the in the town of Peace River they're available, but I know that somebody in the town of Grimshaw was the store was advertising them. Uh, if you're looking for a mask, uh, I do know that uh, uh, Caribou Cresting carries cloth masks. Um, and all the drugstores uh, carry other sorts of masks um, from the surgical masks, which often are handed out at our larger stores to N95 masks. Um, yes, uh, the degree of protection sometimes uh, is proportional to the quality of masks, well, is proportional to the quality of masks that you uh, that you wear, an N95 or a KN95 will be uh, your best bet for protection. Um, but in the bylaw, we don't we don't uh, specify the actual type of mask. Um, I think I'm going to leave it at that. I will uh, ask for a member of council to, uh, I will actually ask uh, uh, Councillor Ford uh, to give the honors to Councillor Ford if he wishes to make the third uh, and final motion to, for the reading of bylaw 2076. Um, you can pass that, that honor on to someone else if you wish, Mr. Ford. Uh, and uh, once you've made the motion, we'll uh, 
we'll open it up for any final questions and or comments and then we'll take a vote okay thank you your worship um and in regards to in regards to the masks like i purchased a box of 50 for 35 dollars um they're the medi masks the disposable and i got them from northern metallic so a lot of those businesses are also carrying them in in quite large quantities um and i also just want to thank the public for um, all of their responses i read all those emails and uh, i did get a couple of emails that actually um answered my question from monday night and that was uh about the change that we made in the bylaw i got one of one of the emails said sh that she was fine with the changes we made and uh, supports the bylaw uh the other gentleman that emailed me also said he supports the bylaw but he thought the number should be a little bit higher because we can't control movement in, in smaller communities but i'm not going to bring that that up tonight i do support this bylaw so i want to thank the public for their feedback and at this time that i would like to, uh, to put a motion on the floor that council provides their third reading to the revised 2076 temporary face covering indoor public spaces bylaw yes so you must have taken a day off work mr ford to have read all the all the emails that uh, that came into uh Council, um, not quite, but uh, yeah, I read. I pretty much read them all. <laughs> yes, um, we did have quite a bit. Uh, we do actually appreciate the response, either negative, either for or against. Uh, we we do make a point uh, because of the misinformation on uh, social media and disinformation on social media, uh, such as Facebook that um, uh, we do not govern by Facebook. So we actually appreciate uh, written submissions. Um, is there anyone that wishes to make a comment, Mr. Good, or has a question? Um, more of a comment, this, more of a comment. This, this is actually in response to um, I understand that there was, uh, if I may start this way, it's going to be a bit wordy, but I'll try not to take, make it too long and I'll be reading. So if my eyes go back and forth, that's why. Um, I understand one of our staff had a very polite, respectful conversation from a person who asked that science be referenced in our discussion. And, you know, first off, let me start by commenting on the people who reached out to us with their opinions and feelings on both sides of this bylaw. The vast majority were respectful and polite, and this is sincerely noted and appreciated. I'll be clear on this too. I've read report after report with different views on social distancing, herd immunity, masking, lockdowns, and a myriad of other viewpoints, including medical, political, social, religious, philosophical, and sometimes just emotional. Most of the reports are, I believe, presented with sincerity. And here's the truth of it for me, and this is for me. There is no yes, this works, or no, this doesn't work answer for this one. No, this is good, this is bad. There's no proof that masking works, only indications of theorizing. It's the same for those opposed. It can be surmised that they might work, but not proven emphatically. For those who want definite proof, personally, I've found none on either side. If there was, it would be much easier for all of this, for all of us. 
I can produce studies that support masking with data and science. I can find the opposite as well. It's the same with almost every item I previously mentioned. So the decision in my case comes down to my own personal judgment based on the information I've seen and how I view it personally. So how do we, how do we make things better? Well, physical distancing works, but it has a downside. Herd immunity could work in the long run, but has a downside. Lockdowns work to lower the spread, but definitely have a locks downside in so many aspects. Vaccination, well, there's lots of opinions on that. Personally, I get them and recommend them. So what are we balancing? Death to me is the one downside that leaves no options, especially for the individual who is dead. I keep hearing that the average death from COVID is 82 years as if this is justification for not worrying about the effects on seniors or possibly that it's not as simple as that and it's not a desirable outcome, but based on their metrics, it's an acceptable choice as one way of handling the, the, the coronavirus. Well, the average life expectancy of an 80 year old candidate is actually about 90. So the person who got COVID at age 82 was on average going to live for 10 more years. To me, that's 10 more years with their families, with all of the resulting benefits. And as I've mentioned earlier, some potential downsides. What solidified it for me was a statement by Dr. Lenora Saxinger, an infectious disease expert from the University of Alberta. She said, I've not seen any examples worldwide of being able to keep seniors or people in long-term care, people with lots of risk factors safe if they're spread in the community because the virus is simply too sneaky. And the best defense against that is to actually bring community transmission down. Well, as I said, all the other options except for death leave options on the table. There are those who say, yeah, but isolation, depression, and horrible economic results will also cause deaths. And sometimes that is true. But for myself, masking from what I've seen is the least invasive of all the other choices. And I emphasize this in my view. I think there's a good likelihood that masking can help. I will add that all of the health professionals that I saw and read in the emails that they sent with one possible exception support this bylaw wholeheartedly. And they are, depending on your view, either at our frontline or at our last resort. So I hold their opinion in high regard. Specifically for this gentleman, if he reaches out to me, I'll be pleased to send him some of the references. So I support this bylaw, somewhat reluctantly as I'd like more clarity as well but in the sincere belief that it is the best option for my community. Thank you. Okay. Um, Ms., uh, Mr. Needham. Just uh, very briefly, Your Worship, at the risk of uh, repeating or not repeating myself. Uh, you know, when I look back at this issue, uh, it, nobody wanted to be the bad guy. And when I say nobody wanted to be the bad guy, you've got a provincial government, there's 200 municipalities in Alberta, there's 200 municipalities that are gonna have the same discussion that we have and I shake my head and I, I for the life of me, I don't understand why uh, a, a decision at a political level, at the provincial level couldn't be made and then it would help solve this. That's politics. See the province of Saskatchewan has done different things. Province Ontario has done different things. So nobody wants to be the bad guy. Well, it all comes back to local municipality again. So we're stuck with these things. So we need to do something. And I've heard it twice now in the last 15 minutes. If we don't do anything, small business is going to suffer. Small business will close and we're going to have a full closure. So this is not 
it, this is not that strong of a measure. To me, it's a small measure. Is it really that much of an inconvenience to wear a mask to keep the economy going and keep people alive? And hopefully, uh, Pfizer has a big announcement to, to today. Uh, hopefully, the numbers come down. Uh, we got to stick together and get through this. Um, so I do support the mass bylaw and I appreciate the emails that everyone sent. I, uh, I did read through them and uh, thanks for keeping in touch with council. That, uh, that would be my end of my comment. Uh, Ms. Deputy Mayor Manser. Uh, one thing I haven't heard mentioned tonight and I, I agree with most of the comments, um, uh, besides small businesses being in jeopardy if uh, we move to lockdown situation again um we should be you know conscious that what this does to staff who are working in hospitals and schools um we don't want to well we should we should be doing everything we can so that those workers can do their jobs and are not at home because they've been exposed or or whatever so i'm in support too and similarly the cashiers and other retail shop clerks that uh, that uh, provide valuable service for us in in the uh, stores. Ms. Downing. Good evening, Your Worship and Council. Uh, at the risk of uh, of um, repeating my co-counselors, which I won't do. I just will make uh, another comment. Um, this evening, Dr. Hinshaw started her presentation with COVID is the problem, not each other. We are all in this together. Please, please, we need to wear masks when indoor in public places. Thank Did you. Did she worship. say that today in her? Uh... Well, I've, there's, it's paraphrased, oh. Your Worship, oh, okay. the, uh, for sure. But she started with one and sort of ended with the other. So please wear masks on the when you're indoors in public places. Yeah, I added the double please. Oh, Thank okay. you. Okay, and mm -hmm. uh, it's probably worth noting here that there is a, an enforcement aspect to our bylaw, and uh, it's I believe it's hundred dollars for the first citation or infraction and $200 for every infraction thereafter. Actually, just correction there, your, your worship, it is $100 for every infraction, where it's the uh, first and subsequent one is the intimidation and harassment one. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so we, we do, uh, we do, uh, we would appreciate it very much uh, if people not uh, harass each other for uh, wearing masks or not wearing masks. Um, if people aren't wearing masks and they should be wearing masks and you, you do have a concern because the individual won't wear a mask, um, uh, please call our bylaw enforcement. Uh, we have also advised our RCMP detachment to assist us in this regard in terms of giving out citations. Um, and uh, Your Worship, we're gonna have a dedicated number for this one. Okay, please, uh, yeah. can you uh, put that out there? Or yeah, it'll be, if, if this if it, uh, this uh, bylaw passes third reading, which right. it sounds like it will, we will have an announcement on that. And uh, um, okay. as soon as we get signed off. Okay, very good. And um, I, uh, 
there, there may have been some uh, uh, some discussion uh, uh, around uh, or controversy around uh, what uh, your mayor or uh, a councillor may have done um, that people felt were controversial, but I can assure people that we were only generating the controversy to elevate the issue. Uh, I didn't get any that many smiles from from the rest of council, but um, uh, so uh, we have a motion on the table from Councillor Ford, which is to uh, go to third reading of bylaw 2076. Uh, if this is passed, it is the final reading and it uh, becomes a bylaw. Actually, your worship, it is it is third reading for. Um, bylaw 36, not go to third reading. Yes, oh, thanks. yes, yes. Okay, yeah, this is third reading for bylaw 2076. Okay, I will call for a vote. All in favor? In favor. And that is passed unanimously. And that will be third and final reading. Um, so, Mr. Parker, do you have a number uh, for people uh, that may wish to contact the enforcement officer? Or yeah, will that, that be on the website? That'll be on the website. Uh, we, we put together uh, uh, the, the whole package there. And okay. Be up in a, soon as we scan the bylaw and pop it in. Okay. So, uh, Deputy Mayor. So this is in effect when? As soon as uh, uh, His Worship and myself sign off on it. And we'll be scanning it in today. Uh, if we sign it off on it today. And then it's effective immediately. Thank you. I, I have a I have a pen, so um, I will I will be signing it off tonight. And uh, Mr. Parker is uh, is uh, close by, and he will also sign it off tonight. So it'll be effective as of probably six o'clock this evening. Mr. Ford. Yeah, just uh, uh, one really quick question to Mr. Parker, as 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 far as the because there's lots of small businesses out there. Uh, lots of big stores out there, but the 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 part of the bylaw about the signage, um, how are we going to get that message out to all of the businesses right away if this goes into effect today? We, we'll be passing this on to the Chamber of Commerce and also uh, I've uh, directed the uh, uh, peace officers if they see a location that doesn't have um, um, a sign up that they should go in and inform them that they can either download it and we do have some copies that will be printed off there. And they can also download it right from our website also. We'll be having that information. Thank you. If uh, Ms. Hume wants to also talk about the other communication component we're looking at. Uh, I was Ms. just going to add, we're also distributed to the Chamber of Commerce. Okay. Anything else you want to add to that, Ms. Hume? Not specifically, okay. no. Okay. There, uh, is there a radio option as well here? I think there's still a few radio people around without, uh, you know, beyond the, the regular. So were, were you planning on doing radio as well? Uh, we, we can. Yeah. I, I suspect. I, I, I uh, could, I could, I'll leave it with you. I, I, I suspect our radio reporter, uh, Mr. Uh, Ken Trenton will probably give me a phone call and uh, all right, that, that, that'll cover it off. We'll be sending out a mail out to all homes in Peace River as well. Okay. Uh, Mr. Ford? Yeah, my, la my last question, I guess it's more for uh, Ms. Hume. 
Um, will we be uh, sending this uh, this communication out to our uh, surrounding municipalities as well so that they can advise their residents as we are pretty much the central hub where everybody comes shopping? We can if council would like, that wouldn't normally be a part of my workflow, but if that's uh, what you would like, we can do that. What, what, uh, what was the request there, Mr. Ford? Could you repeat that? Yes, I, I'm just wondering what the communicate, are we gonna communicate this to our surrounding municipalities um, just so that they can get the word out to their residents as we are pretty much the central hub where everybody comes shopping in uh, immediate local area, like whether you're in, uh, in part of the MDF or County Northern Lights or Northern Sunrise County, everybody normally comes to town to do their shopping and they're gonna maybe be caught off guard. Well, I, I think Ms. Hume can probably uh, probably send something out to uh, to the other counties. Uh, I don't think we're going to distribute uh, make any distribution to any individual homes in uh, in the surrounding in the uh, tri county area. Uh, but having said that, Mr. Ford, we all eyes are on us. I'm sure that. Uh, um, there probably is no need to for any extra communication outside the town of Peace River. We are the center of the universe, at least in northwestern Alberta. Um, we'll leave it at that. Um, is I, there's no other business on the agenda, so I'm uh, more than happy to take a motion to adjourn the meeting. Uh, Mr. Good. Uh, all in favor? Meeting adjourned. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Night, everyone. Have a good, good night, everyone.